Hey guys, welcome to Bud Lamb Talks, where with resources and stories, we hope to encourage you to know, love, and enjoy God, to follow Him with your heart, and to love like Jesus. Hey guys, good morning. Uh, this is uh, Bud again, and I, I'm here with Aaron Carr, and he's sitting in his... Where are you sitting right now? Uh, I'm sitting in my uh, Porsche Boxster. It's a really rainy day, and this is the only... Uh, private area i have in our new office because we've we've changed office space and now we have like uh three surgeons per office so we don't have any any private areas now so um so it's just a nice rainy day and uh um in georgia so it's a good exactly. day to, good day to be in by the fire i think so so have you got a virtual fireplace going on in your in your car there uh not quite i do have the heated leather seats going though so that's pretty good a <laughs> good alternative <laughs> oh, well, i'm in california we woke up to 35 degrees this morning and frost was everywhere and wow. i don't know what it's like in atlanta in the winter time but it, it doesn't get um in the mid 30s like this very much um but uh, but when it does it's kind of like wow the all the roofs are are frosty and stuff like that but it's going to be clear today. It's going to be a nice day. We've had a bunch of rain over the last couple of days, but it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like that, the way that uh, the, the tide goes in and out, the way the clouds go in and out. We don't get hit with weeks of rain and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, here it's, um, it's more, it's more in the forties, but um, I think sometimes it's, but it's kind of rainy. And sometimes I think the humidity uh, a little higher humidity here makes it feel sometimes a little cooler because um, the humidity tends to be a little higher. But uh, um, yeah, hmm. it's a good good day to be indoors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you asked me how I've been over the last week or two weeks. Um, I have. I'm a. I became aware. Um, became aware that I was feeling uh, unsettled in many ways, and I hadn't been able to put my fingers on it at all. But the truth is there was stuff going on that I was not aware of or I was not paying attention to. And there were clues, but I wasn't picking up on them. And those had a way of uh, uh, being annoying and aggravating and uh, distracting. And I was I was just totally unaware of it, un unaware of it. And I was talking to a friend of ours named Mike, another Barnabas brother. And I asked him that question, how have you been? And he used that word, unsettled. And when, when he said that, instantly that touched, you know, what do they call those uh, special points in your body? You know this. Uh, 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 pressure points? Yes, there you go. Um, it touched one of those pressure points that said, yes, that's it. And as I heard him talk about what those annoying things were, it helped me put voice to what was going on with me as well. And that, that was tremendous. Yeah. Because I felt like I, you know, sometimes I feel like a boxer, you know, that's standing in the ring with a bag over my head and I'm getting a crap beat out of me, but I don't know who's hitting me from what direction, you know, or any of that kind of stuff to be able to have the bag taken off and be able to be aware. Um, um, actually aware is not the right word. Uh, 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 attentive, paying attention 
is a to me right now is a better word than being aware. Aware can be passive. Attentive is something that I have intention to and and uh, re, uh, um, uh, responsibility around. I can you know to be attentive to something means I'm responsible for some outcomes here. Anyway, that's how I've been. I've been. Yeah. So so um, so what was it that kind of uh, I guess made you more attentive to your to your state was it just the conversation with the barnabas friend or was it uh was it uh something else no it was that conversation it was yeah. that the conversation itself was an intervention and um yeah and and so so it was it, the the trajectory changed i mean the momentum yeah. moved shift something shifted inside and it's been shifting in that direction um, since. Now, um, my the things that were annoying um, haven't gone away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you know, but it's it's um, it's that attitude side of things that we have some kind of control over. You know, uh, so yeah. yeah. It kind of make, makes me think about um, like you know your your iPhone or computers. Um, and about how you can have programs running in the background that slow the system down and you're not aware of it. Um, you know, I think mm. about, uh, it's not as bad with like the iPhones, but definitely I'm, I have my, in front of me, I have my old, an older computer um, that's, I bought it in 2012 and it's still running great, but it's still, you can tell it's a little sluggish. Probably, you know, you have those background, those background programs running um, you're not even aware of it. I think it's the same thing with us. A lot of times, you know, in our subconscious, we have things running, things wearing us down, and and sometimes um, uh, it, it can be going at a just as wearing us down just a little bit at a time, and it it kind of has to it gets to that point where it's more of a critical mass before we're aware of it. Because um, I've I've felt the same thing over the last few weeks. Um, I think I've been. I've been more fatigued, a little busier um, at work um, on a few a few few days, um, and then just felt. I think a combination of the fatigue just felt kind of um, kind of lack of motivation. Just like a you know cannot get routines going, cannot get motivated to ride or do what I need to do. So, um, so I guess my feeling yours has been more of a sense of i guess a motivation you know yes <clears throat> mm -hmm. right yeah so, so anyway so, that's that's what's yeah. been going on um and uh that um man that stuff is hard to shake um um fortunately there are certain rhythms that that uh, you know, I'm drawn to you know that that help um, that help me that, that are already in place. They're kind of like guardrails, you know. Mm -hmm. One of those one of those rhythms is uh, getting up early in the morning, having coffee, and yeah. sitting with God. You know, I mean that. You know, even even that felt um, unsettled. Mm -hmm. um, but at least I have that rhythm. I have a rhythm of making a good breakfast. And I have a rhythm of stretching. And so some of those kinds of things that that we that we work real hard to get into place, you know, can can keep us can keep me steady instead of 
you know, heading over a cliff, you know, uh, which is, which is one of the one of the ways that that I, I, I ended up getting in trouble as a human being was, you know, um, heading over a cliff, trying to find some way to feel better, no matter what, you know, and man, then then that creates a whole the word unsettled is is not the right word you know catastrophe is a better word you know? right right um and so uh so uh, yeah i i uh i really want to keep learning and leaning into this piece because uh you know like we were talking last time that we spoke together on a podcast we we talked about the the wilderness of the covid you know the wilderness that this um, kind of a place brings on to us and and how it it's kind of con it's consuming like a thick heavy coat it's like a thick gray the cloud cover is very low and thick and dark and and um i'm not sure i shared it with you but um i found a, a new word creeping into my language as i was thinking about this wilderness kind of uh experience uh was the word um Oh, it's that a word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, no. I hate that. I hate that when you when you're looking for that specific word and just cannot cannot find it, you know. But uh, the uh, uh, but yeah, the uh, but I, I agree with you on the kind of the rhythms that we have that kind of you know keep us um, uh, keep us kind of on track. I, I think about when we're talking about the wilderness is kind of, you, know, you and I enjoy a lot of outdoor activities, but, um, you know, I, I especially where I live now, I can hike along the Appalachian Trail. And when you're on the trail for several days, you get into a, like a certain rhythm on the trail. Um, and, um, and, and a lot of time it's, 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 it's not necessarily very glamorous things. Um, but it's like really important things. Like when you get up in the morning, you know, you may be a little, you know, um, you get up in the morning, it's generally cold. And so you got to get your body temperature up a little bit. So you make yeah. coffee, have something to eat. Then you may stretch a little bit and then you kind of get into the rhythm of the day. You have, we, I would have like certain foods that I look forward to at certain times of the day to kind of give you that sense of rhythm. Um, but it's, it's not really glamorous things, you know, it's, you know, you, when you get to your camp at night, you, you know, purify the water. So you have things ready the next day. You, you set things up in a certain rhythm. Um, but um, it, it kind of keeps you, um, you know, um, and, and, and sometimes a safe way. It keeps you in a certain safe way. So you keep your clothing, you know, dry or you have a certain way of doing things. So that if a storm comes up or something unexpected happens, you have everything organized in a, in a way. But it's a very um rhythmic cyclic thing that is um not necessarily glamorous or interesting but it gives you um you know the ability to really experience nature um in a way that's um, not dangerous and really fun so it the the discipline of that rhythm ends up giving you the freedom to be able to explore the wilderness in all of its wildness you know Right, without without being at risk. Exactly, exactly. Right. You know, so, um, but 
so I think, you know, with our last conversation talking about the COVID wilderness, I think it kind of, that idea just, it resonates with us because we like, enjoy kind of the outdoor pursuits and how does some of these physical things we do, you know, how does that relate to maybe some of the, um, you know, uh, the more internal things with our emotional state, our spiritual state, our relational state, you know, uh, but I think a lot, you can draw a lot of parallels from wilderness and from the physical pursuits there are a lot of parallels to our you know emotional spiritual relational state as well where a lot of those rhythms that you have aren't necessarily that in and of themselves aren't that interesting but they kind of keep you um you know along, going along a, 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 the direction that you want to go like like uh like rhythms uh you talk about relational rhythms right um right like I've noticed in our in our calls that if we miss one mm -hmm. or we miss two in a row, all of a sudden we haven't talked in a month. Right. And it's it it can get to be like, uh, ooh, how, uh, how how how's it going here, man? And and it stays surface for the first <laughs> you know way too long or whatever. I've noticed right. certain kind of rhythms uh, with my wife. If I if we're not because we're used to to running pretty close together, you know, um, mm -hmm. keeping short accounts. Uh, not not letting things build up and checking in uh, sometimes daily around things, you know, and if that goes too long, then um, it's like um, dashboard indicators start coming on. You know, right. I start becoming resentment about resented, resentful about stuff or I'm impatient. Um, and that's when, honestly, that's when I can creep into um, 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 uh, shading the truth or not being not truth telling in certain areas, especially when it comes to, you know, private behavior and stuff like that. That's when I, and then again, I'm heading over the cliff. <clears throat> so just maintaining those regular rhythms can keep us from disaster, just like kind of Dave Ramsey on the financial side of stuff. You know, he says, you know, have a, have a spending plan and live to your spending plan and, uh, you do that and you pretty much guarantee the fact that you're going to not have any un unexpected issues because you're working the plan and showing up for it regularly. And yeah, anyway. Yeah. Another thing that I think um, I find lately has been helpful is also thinking about, um, you know, I kind of think of myself or humans, we're kind of like have a, like a physical, we're a, we're a physical being in the way we interact. We have this like emotional, intelligent aspect and the spiritual aspect. I also think about how each of those like interrelate to each other. So for me, um, I've been uh, more mindful of when I'm physically tired, how maintaining some of those rhythms, especially relationally, I don't have as much energy to listen um, like I normally would how it impacts all the other areas um, and how, um, you know, specifically, um, and we've talked about this before, a lot of times too, um, our clues, physical clues, a lot of times are sometimes the first clues we pick up on that maybe things aren't going the way they need to be going and maybe we're headed towards that cliff. Yeah, 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 the physical clues. We're yeah. more tuned into that. Um, yeah. And yet, I'm, 
I'm 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 sensing going back to this unsettledness. I'm mm -hmm. sensing the need to become more attuned mm -hmm. to what's going on around me, more more aware, more yeah. more aware, just so I'm not caught off guard, you know. So I'm and almost anticipating, you know, waking yeah. up in the morning. In fact, a question that that I often ask first thing in the morning is, you know, what might be difficult about today? But mm -hmm. come on, think through the day. What might be just getting ready to go haywire? You know, what do you need to be on guard for? You overscheduled yeah. your day. You got too much going on. That kind of question. Do you do you ever sit down at the beginning of the morning and look at your day and go, holy mackerel, I've got more surgeries today than I have time for or whatever? <laughs> do you do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, it's um, it, it's more of um, uh, it's, it's just an overwhelming sense of dread sometimes. It's, and it's more it's like um, it more when I get out of the generally it just like hits me when I first get out of the out of my bed. I get out of the bed and then you just have this. I have sometimes I'll have this just overwhelming sense of dread, like, um, you know, how am I going to get through the day? Um, um, and so for me, a good portion of my morning is um, just, you know, not letting, um, you know, that um, uh, kind of fear-based anxiety, you know, kind of rule in the morning. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, but, but yeah, I think you're, you know, a lot of times we are like overscheduled, overbooked, or in my case, a lot of times we have unexpected things that come into our schedule, you know? So, um, but, um, but that's one of the things, um, you know, this year that I wanted to do better about is that is being reflective of um, either the week, either being, being kind of reflective of what's happened the previous week and then looking, um, forward to the next week of what I can do better or even doing that on a daily basis. I've always felt like um, I tend to be more um, reactionary. You know, I, have, I do have a certain structure to the day, but I, I, I tend to be more reactionary to the day versus um, uh, not be, being as reactionary and planning things out. So I, I find like you're, I think for me, that would be how I don't have a question necessarily that I start the day with, but that may be, would, would, I think would be very helpful to do that, to start the day with certain questions to kind of get you um, tracking a, along a certain course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Right. You know, you talk about rhythms. The other thing I think is interesting is we're doing this video chat and um, most of our conversations in the past have always been um, just, you know, through, just through a phone. And I find um, I like seeing you, um, but it's a different rhythm to like engage someone through video versus just the phone. I feel like you and I in some ways have a better rhythm because we just haven't done the video chatting as much um, uh, when we almost do through the phone. I don't know if you've, you've, you've found that to be the case. It's, it's, but it, it, I think with the video, it's, it's nice to be able to see kind of actually how you're doing versus how you say you're doing in some ways too. Yes, 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 yes. More wilderness adjustments. Yes. Huh. One thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Hmm. What? Uh, 
have you is there anything in 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 scripture that, that's been um jumping out to you over the last couple of weeks any any uh particular uh themes um uh, presenting themselves any any uh yeah anything you're learning from another podcast or something that's that's kind of scratching you where you itch um well one of the um passages that's really been um I've been thinking about a lot, several months, um, is, um, is, is it's a, a Bible verse, first uh, uh, John three, 19 through 20. Um, and it's, uh, the translation I have is if our hearts condemn us, we know that God, God is in control. And so, um, cause you know, you talk about, I get up in the morning and that primitive, uh, you know, hippocampus brain starts like, condemning me you're not going to be able to make it through the day you're got you know that survival mechanism that's it it can be good um mm -hmm. maybe if we're trying to survive the wilderness but um it just starts condemning me like you can't make it you can't pull through you're not good enough and so literally just reminding me myself um that hey god's in control and it's literally like just that simplistic of a um of a reminder to me has been like, like a lifesaver, honestly, through the last several weeks where I've just been tired and um, just have not had a lot of motivation. I feel like I haven't been able to get certain things in gear like I wanted to. Um, and then even when I did have time, just had like no motivation. But um, I just think about that when my, and the, I think you could, I don't know um, what the actual translation is, but um, I think you could probably substitute heart for mind. You know, I think, um, uh, you know, when your mind condemns you, you know, God's in control. Um, I, you know, it's, a lot of times it feels like it's my mind that's coming against me, you know? Right, right, right. right. Um, and and uh, along those lines, I, I also looked at a, a, a quote that I had read um, uh, from, uh, from a, it's a great book. Um, he's not, he's, um, he's actually, he's an atheist. He's not Christian, but I think his insight in things is really good. That's uh, Sam Harris. And he had a, a quote, which I'm kind of reading from his book, which I think is great. Um, Almost all of our suffering is the product of our thoughts. We spend nearly every moment of our lives lost in thought and hostage to the character of those thoughts. Um, you can break the spell, but it takes training just like it takes training to defend yourself against a physical assault. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> read, read that last sentence again, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you can break this spell, but it takes training, just like it takes training to defend yourself against a physical assault. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like what he's saying is that we're responsible for, for running our own head or, you know, there's, we're not, we're not victims to whatever goes through our heads and how much we have to pay attention to it. Right. Right. I think of the scriptures that said, uh, you know, um, I'm paraphrasing, but think on those things that are good, lovely, because um, our natural survival primitive brain is to think on, the negative things in life. And we have to train ourselves to, you know, when our minds or our hearts condemn us, God is in control. Um, right. 
Yeah, that I think you're talking to some Philippians four, six through eight, mm -hmm. something like that. Whatever is true, lovely, set your mind on these things. Right. Yes. Right. And does he talk about us being lazy in our thinking um, in that quote or or just that we have to be in training about it or well, it kind of, kind of implies that, um, you know, he says uh, we spend nearly every moment of our lives lost in thought, lost in thought. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Unaware. <laughs> right. Unaware. Un unaware. Um, um, not paying attention. Inattentive. <laughs> right. As we kind of mentioned before, it's like as a, we have a program running in our subconscious that we're not actively aware of. That, you right. know, is, um, but it's... Uh, yeah. So that, those are so. Um, yeah. So those are some of the kind of things I've kind of been thinking along those lines. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. How about you? Um, any uh, Bible verses, mantras, or other yeah, thoughts that have been hitting you? Well, not so much mantras or something, but. Um, this idea of the, um, the, uh, the wilderness, the wilderness uh, of uh, this one time that we're in on the planet here in 2021, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the grasping for straws that um, I find myself doing sometimes to, to make sense of things and, and asking the question, what in the world's going on? <laughs> you know, what, in the, yeah. you know, I mean, in the much larger picture you know not from even thirty-five thousand feet you know what what's going on from you know twenty thousand feet looking down you know a bazillion looking down on the planet what in the world is going on and and the world and the word wilderness that certainly does seem to, to have that because all of us are in either in an individual wilderness where you know um uh, somebody is, is 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 working at home as a single parent and um, they've got uh, two kids that are bouncing off the walls and they're working a job that's trying to pay the bills and they're glad to have the job and, and there's nobody in their life that they can truly talk about what's going on and they're, they're isolated. Man, that's a wilderness. That is, that is uh, it's brutal and it's uh, exposed to the elements and, and, and there's just you know, a lot of different kinds of those wilderness kinds of experiences that humans are are having you know i'm not living in that kind i have a different kind of a wilderness experience and and uh, so it just kind of it kind of makes me think about in a much larger word and the will the word wilderness is is certainly i think a good one um but i found myself working with a word and thinking into the idea of, of apocalypse apocalyptic and and in in biblical sense, um, um, you know, apocalypse has this uh, um, sense of the future, um, kind of an end to things as we know them, and the beginning of things new and 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 more vital and more full of of eternity. In you know, and uh, so what? Whereas the wilderness thing kind of seems to be something that we can. We can tap into and drop out of the little end. We can see an ending. We have a hope that, the, that this ending is going to come 
and we're going to get back to normal where we can actually jump on an airplane and go places and take our kids to Disneyland, you know, and we can uh, uh, go eat out and we can um, uh, have, have folks over. We don't have to worry about worshiping in church from spending things, wearing things on our faces. You know, we want to get back to normal, you know, but this word apocalyptic has, seems to have a, when I go back to this thick, heavy fog that seems to be hanging over us, it seems to be, be a word that, that is more descriptive that, that apocalyptic does. It has a better descriptive word to it. And all it does is it brings me back to the same place. And it's like, well, how then are we supposed to live? You know, how, how shall I, with me, it's just as an individual, how shall I carry myself on the planet? And I keep coming back, keep coming back to, there's nothing special about this. What's special about this is with my neighbor, I need to be quick to be a neighbor. I need to be quick, quick to um, uh, find the common ground between somebody who has a, a, a flaming political disposition different than mine. Yeah. Find my common ground to rather than diss them off and keep them and say, well, and write them off but to really truly seek to find a common ground with my neighbor in that way, my common humanity, um, to go the extra mile, to turn the cheek, you know, to be patient, to extend grace, to really, really be quick to forgive people instead of holding out for payback. You know, Jesus teachings were, were timeless. And, and, um, you know, I found, find myself reading, have been reading what he was saying to folks you know, those last few days before he was crucified, he had some powerful things to say for how we needed to, you know, to carry ourselves as Christ followers. And, and he was also real clear, you know, you're not going to, uh, 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 you're going to experience a degree of suffering and uh, adversity and difficulty that you've never experienced before. And the, the way that that I mess around with that word is that phrase in the serenity prayer of accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. Yeah. And um, so, so for me in this, in this last couple of weeks, since we've talked has been just more of the ordinary of, of, of working the simple thing, working a program, turning the other cheek, you know, trusting God, trying to keep the lines of communication open not trying to hide things, being straight up and, you know, and doing the work, um, making sure I've got my water bottle on my flat, on my hip when I'm going for a run. So I don't end up getting dehydrated and all that stuff. So um, it's been pretty ordinary when it comes back, back, back to it. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of a quote I heard recently on a podcast is a Mark Twain quote that I had never heard before, but I think in, and you're thinking about, you know, how should we live in these apocalyptic times, so to speak? Uh, Mark Twain said, um, there isn't time. So brief is life for bickerings, apologies, heart burnings, callings to account. There is only time for loving and but and but an instant, so to speak, for that. Wow. Right. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's so true. There's not, an, it's just, you know, um, anyway, I thought that kind of really summed up just kind of what you said about how, um, yeah, times it, it we're even more aware of 
the brevity of time and we don't have time for all of this um, bickerings we have but we do have time for loving yes wow well aaron that's a great way to end our <laughs> end our end our talk this time man did uh, you scripted i know you didn't i know you didn't but that's great yeah. no it just it just reminded me of that quote so mm -hmm. that was, it worked out good yep well always good to talk with you uh, right. never enough time seems like to catch up yeah i'm going to end the recording here but let's stay on it here uh uh together for a minute okay well that about wraps it up thanks for tuning in for today's podcast don't forget to subscribe and share it with a friend and for more information about who we are and what we do check us out at budlam.com so let's get after it now with all we've got take care